What's up, everyone? This is an emergency episode of the Pod Destiny. I'm your host, Max Kamara, and I'm joined by Sixers fan Samuk to talk about the James Harden trade, what it means for the Sixers championship aspirations, the uh, trading Ben Simmons away, and just the overall excitement about James Harden being a Sixer. As always, I want to thank everyone for listening and supporting me. If you can, please leave a review on Spotify or Apple Music. It would really help the podcast. And um, with that being said, I hope everyone enjoys this episode. Wider out is Dorset. Brady stands. Ball knocked out of his hands. Eagles recover. The Eagles get the ball back. The script is flipped. Tom Brady bereft on the turf. It has literally been ripped from his grasp. The Eagles with a five-point lead. All right, guys, I'm here with Sixers fan of Destiny, Samuk, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about the James Harden trade, which un- unbelievably happened today. Um, the trade went down. It was James Harden for and Paul Millsap for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. I-, I don't know how we got to this point earlier in the year. We were talking about uh, deals for Malcolm Brogdon and... DeMontis Sabonis and and like DeJounte Murray and now Harden's is a sixer so it's just unbelievable uh let me get uh just your initial thoughts on the trade I like even though I was pretty convinced at some point earlier this week that it would happen I still can't believe it like I can't believe that it actually did I know the um like the, the reports coming out all the like the deferring opinions of everyone I can't believe that it actually happened yeah, I think the funniest thing was Woj being like very insistent that there weren't talks between the Sixers and the Nets about a James Harden trade, and like Windhorse being like, "No, they're they're in the deal zone," and Windhorse being the one that was right. Um, and it felt it's, like it's just it, so funny. Yeah, it felt like in the mornings it was always like a lot of positive Sixer stuff. The Windhorse report was in the morning. I think the the original Shams thing. Mm-hmm. a couple of the reports and then like it died down completely and then there'd be the Woj thing like they haven't even talked or like some nets that were saying like there's no names been discussed or keith dropping an article yeah and it always kept going back and forth every day yeah and then it, this morning as i was walking into work it was um that james harden wanted out but wasn't going to ask out but also was asking out by like leaking it to Woj that he wanted out um and i, th- I thought that was pretty funny because like he, he did ask out. Like, if you leak yeah. something in a Woj, that's you asking out. Um, but it, I think the most unbelievable thing is just, like, the fact that he forced his way to Philadelphia. Like, he, he, an, a superstar athlete forced their way to Philadelphia, not just signed with Philadelphia. Like, we've, we've had Bryce Harper sign here. Um, that's probably the biggest since, like, I don't that, even know since when, like since before I was like, born. Yeah. Yeah, it might have um, been Moses was the, the biggest one since then. Yeah, and now and James Harden forced his way from the Nets to Philadelphia to play with Embiid, and it and it feels so great to win. And like the thing that we always say, like, oh, no one likes us, we don't care, but that's not true because like this happening and someone liking us and wanting to come here is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, it it never happens. Yeah. Um. I I don't care if any fans like us any, but I want 
players to want to play here. And I think, I think they do to an extent. Um, it's just, and you can they, see it by, by Harden asking to come here. Yeah. And once they like, once players start playing here, they'll love it, but it's always just getting them to come. Yeah. I agree. And it's, it's wild that Harden actually wanted to. I want to talk a little bit about what this means for the Sixers in the playoffs and their championship odds. And, and so at first, do you think that the Sixers are now the favorite in the East? I think they're in Milwaukee's tier, but I don't, I don't know. I can't put either one over top of the other right now. I still got to see what happens in the buyouts because mm. the Sixers are pretty thin right now. Yeah, I think I would agree. Uh, if Milwaukee hadn't traded for Serge Ibaka, I would have had us over them because they wouldn't have had any real centers to guard and bead with. Um, with Brooke out being out for the rest of the year, most likely. It seems um, like, yeah. But I think that was a really important trade for them. I, I said it on the last pod that um, they really needed to get a center. And if they didn't, I didn't think they would be able to stop and bead. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Abaka's been a little shaky. Um, yeah, he's been pretty bad this year. Yeah. Um, but he, he's still someone that they could throw out and bead. But I, I think I agree with you. I think and uh, the Sixers are definitely in that tier with Milwaukee. Um, I don't know if I'd put like the Heat in there. Yeah, um, I don't see it with the Heat in the playoffs. They're I they're probably in that second tier of like uh, Miami, Chicago, and Brooklyn and yeah. Cleveland. I think uh, that it's a pretty solid second tier. Brooklyn's Brooklyn's like a floater between one and two for me right now because it depends on the Vax mandate in New York and just how KD comes back. That's also one thing I I um wanted to talk about was in a potential Sixers net series, if this Vax mandate is still um up in in Brooklyn, um, you have Kyrie's not going to be able to play in Brooklyn. And then Ben Simmons will basically have to play in Philadelphia for at least three games, probably four. Yeah. Um, It's like, there's no way that Brooklyn comes out of that series as the winner. Yeah. I I just don't think Ben will beat the Sixers in a playoff series. I don't think that can ever happen. Yeah. Like, I I don't think, I I don't think we'll see him on the March 10th game. Yeah. I know everyone's like, buying tickets for it and I was looking at tickets um I'd still want to go but uh, I there's no way he plays like he, he his ego is so fragile and is he's not he doesn't seem like he would want to play like he's not the kind of guy that would like revel in it he's the kind of guy that would cower under the booze yeah. um so but it'll just make it even worse in the playoffs um and I there's just like if we I don't know if Doc would do it, but if they intentionally foul him in the playoffs, he's not going to make his free throws. He'll be he'll be like so rattled by that too, mm-hmm. because like I I don't know how he's going to react to that. Yeah, in, in the moment, especially in a playoff series and maybe like Eastern Conference Finals setting, like I don't know how he's going to react. Mm-hmm. Well, I know like I we we know a little bit how he's going to react, but like specifically, like we don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, last year in the playoffs, after he missed, I think it was like his first eight free throws against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like broke down at yeah. the line. Like he he wasn't able to respond well to that adversity that, that he was facing. Um, and he's not going to be able to do it. I mean, we've seen it his entire career. 
we we tried to support him even when he wouldn't shoot he wouldn't improve his finishing and his foul shooting like all of these things and we supported him and he was never able to overcome adversity when he was facing it and I just think like if you put him in a series against Philadelphia he's not gonna perform well and yeah, he couldn't do that with the crowd behind him. There's no way he can do it with everyone against him, every single person in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and I, I do – one part of the trade I didn't like was uh, just ha- – I'd rather give up Matisse than Seth in that trade. Um, I was I, I kind of soured on Seth a little bit towards the uh, end there. I, I know he was playing uh, injured, but he was playing extremely poorly. Um but you ultimately you don't want to pay Matisse this offseason because um, he's going to get Mikal Bridges money and he's not Mikal Bridges. He can't play offense. Um, and I, I don't think that's going to be a good contract. We'll see if they maybe trade him in the summer. But I losing Seth kind of hurts. I, ultimately, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But he's a guy that like if you put you put him next to KD, Kyrie, and James Hart, and uh, Ben Simmons, and that's a great fit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I agree on the Thibault thing. I don't think he'll get – because Bridges got almost 22 a year, right, the extension? Yeah, I don't think he'll get quite that much, I think, but he'll I get in I that even, 18, I think, like 18. No, I think it'll be I think it'll be 12 to 15, but I wouldn't even do that. Yeah, I, 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 would, do that. I would do anything under 10. Yeah, 10 and under. I – like. Some team will trick themselves into giving him that, which is why I want to get off him. Yeah, whenever we can, um, because he's not he's a he's a role player, and his role is very defined as a defensive specialist. And a defensive specialist doesn't make more than ten million dollars a year. And like his impact, if he if he isn't a lockdown defender, locking down the best player, he has no impact on the game. He has a negative impact on offense. Yeah, um, and and you, you see flashes at times where it like. His finishing will improve, but like the other game, he missed like two free throws in a row in the clutch, and like you can't have that on your team. Uh, it, no matter how good the defense is, if he's just a complete zero on offense. I think it'll help him a little bit playing with Harden if they can try to use him as a screener. But mm. even like even that is marginal. Like it's not. It's he's not going to somehow become an average offensive player, or even like close to average. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm very excited to see though. Is for the next, like, two months, I think there's, like, 30 games left. Just seeing all of the different players, how Harden helps them improve their game. Like, Tobias Harris, I think he's going to play really well next to Harden because he doesn't have to be that, like, second guy anymore. And I think having two guys that are very clearly better than you would help him, like, be more comfortable playing in a role instead of trying to be the second option on the team. Yeah. Um, and we've kind of seen it like he, he's been a lot better recently. Um, and if he can keep that up next to Harden and Embiid, that would be a huge, huge impact on the on the championship odds. Um, same thing with like Maxi. Like I want, I'm so excited to see Maxi playing next to Harden and like Learning having times, time. yeah, and having times where like Doc Rivers has one of them on the court at all times. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can play have, Maxi with Embiid and then have Harden with the bench. Yeah, Run Harden or, with like a rim roller. Like it, put Paul Reed in there, put Bassey in there. If they sign someone mm-hmm. like Thompson, 
Yeah, I, th- I think that's it's huge. Just like Harden having Harden on the team impacts so much in a positive way, and yeah. you just think about all the possibilities. Like you see how good Maxi plays. I feel like he plays a lot better when it's just him. Uh, and like when Embiid's out and it's just Maxi, he's always uh, I think stepped up to the task. And you can just imagine like having Harden and Embiid lineups and Maxi running the second unit and you'd avoid those collapses in the playoffs where Embiid is off the court and you just completely collapse. Yeah. And you could you could do it with Embiid running a lineup and then Harden running a lineup. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like at that point, you're having a top seven player in the NBA on the floor at all times. Yeah. And even Harden at this level is still an amazing passer, great rebounder, and like the, one of the best shot creators ever, even if he's not hitting his shots like he was before. Yeah, um, this season he's averaging 23 a game, which is uh, the lowest since uh, his age 22 season. But he also was playing on a team with, you know, KD and at some points Kyrie. Um, But he also averaged eight rebounds and 10 assists a game. And, you know, his defense is not there a lot but you can tell when he puts effort into it he can be a solid defensive player um and i just think like what we saw out of him in brooklyn the last like couple months isn't what we're gonna be getting in james harden yeah i think that 22 point foul will go up pretty Mm -hmm. pretty significantly yeah and they like they have the piece around him too if they if they can get one more wing or like a center and someone who can handle the ball, even just like two of those three, if they can sign them in, in the buyout market, they have, they can go eight, nine deep pretty easily mm-hmm. with like solid rotation players. Yeah. And I, I think, so right now, I guess the backup center would be uh, Paul Reed. Uh, I I guess like that, that yeah, seems Paul like the Reed. only option. Yeah. Bassier, Paul Reed, which I think I'd be fine with, um, Bassey's looked fine in the limited time he's played this season. And then Paul Reed, I'm always excited to watch him play basketball. But um, I do think they'll probably sign someone on the buyout market, uh, wh- whether that's like Derek Favors or, God forbid, uh, Ennis Cantor. Um, they'll definitely look for someone out there, maybe Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Also, Millsap, could, they could try Millsap there too. Yeah. I forgot about him, yeah. But I, I definitely think they're not done making moves on the buyout market. Um, I I personally would like them to look at James Ennis, who was great as a sixer and is a really mm-hmm. underrated rebounder. Yeah, one of my favorite sixers of the past five years. Mm-hmm. I love James Ennis. Yeah, I, I think he would be a really good fit on the team. And he like he's played with Embiid before. Um, he knows the organization. Like... I, I I would really like him to to be a sixer. I I, I think that would be a really good fit. And there, I know you have some other guys that you were looking at uh, on the buyout market. Yeah, if Gar- um Gary Harris gets bought out, he'd be a good mm-hmm. fit here too. And then a couple point guards. If like Dragic, I think he probably still will go to the Mavericks. But after the Dinwiddie trade, maybe not. Yeah. If they definitely. can get Dragic, that would be huge. Because mm-hmm. then you can you can run Dragic with Embiid probably too. He'd be he'd be pretty good with Embiid. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I do think he's 
probably either going to be on the Mavericks or the Bucks, maybe, maybe the Bucks. Yeah, and I, I'm hoping he goes to the Mavericks in that case because I, I don't, you know, anything to make the Bucks not get better is good for the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think an underrated aspect is is the Sixers are going to get Shake Milton back. Um, and I know and that, that's playing well. I know that Sixers fans like some of them are iffy on Shake, um, but he's a solid role player as a backup point guard. Um, and like, he'll hold you over until, you know, you go out and get a guy on the buyout market or God forbid you have to go into the playoffs with Shake Milton as like playing five minutes a game as the backup point guard. It's fine. It's doable. Um, one and thing I really yeah. need someone to handle the ball that much. If you have Harden and Maxi on the floor at all times, one of them. Yeah. I, I mean, Harden can, can run the point most of the time that he's on the court, I feel like, or Maxi. Yeah. Um, it, it really feels like I, I know it's a need, but it doesn't feel as big of a need as getting a backup big. Yeah. Um, I at think least for the regular season. Yeah. I think center and wing are above point guard. I know some people were saying they need another ball handler, but I think just with Harden and Maxi, that's enough. Yeah. And Shake can, can take over in a couple of games if you need him to. Shake was playing well this year, too. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, the, another guy that I was looking at on the buyout market was like, uh, maybe Sadoransky is, yeah, I've always he's a guy that he's a guy that I've always wanted on the Sixers. Yeah. Always uh, a future Sixer. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the NBA is either has been a Sixer or will be a Sixer at some point. Except for Ennis Kanter. Everyone Except else. Except for Ennis Kanter. Yeah. And, and poor Zingas. Yeah. I'll be, I think they're going to look at, look at Kanter too. Yeah, it's it, kind of I'm, stressing me out. I can't do it. I don't think I don't know how Daryl Morey feels about Ennis Cantor. I would be fascinated to find out, um, but I don't think I want to know. Yeah, I I kind of worried that he's like, oh, I love Ennis Cantor. He's such a great yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, and he's gonna uh, sign him, but he's also bad at basketball, so maybe Morey won't go out and get him. Hopefully, hopefully. yeah. Um, there's I'd, other... I'd, I'd watch anything over Ennis Cantor playing basketball on my team. Like, I'd take Muscala if they buy him out, Thompson. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many other guys. Yeah. I mean, Mike Muscala is a Sixers legend. He yeah. will always be welcome back. Him playing with Max would be insane. Yeah. The outlook on the season has changed so much in the past, like, two weeks since the rumors started rumbling. First, it, it was – you know, the Sixers are interested in Harden and Harden's interested in the Sixers this summer um, and like how a sign and trade would work and all that. And then it's it just kept tumbling. And then I think it was like last week on Thursday, the report was that the Nets were open to the idea of trading Harden before the deadline. And now we're here and Harden is on the Sixers. Um, it's just insane. One thing I, I I still am worried about the Sixers um, because I'm a Sixers fan. Um, I don't know how much worry you have about Doc Rivers coaching in the playoffs, but I that's the only thing I'm really worried about right now. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little worried, but like I think I don't even think he's this stupid to not um, stagger them. And if the, he staggers them, I don't think the the other guys around him will matter that much or make that much of an like that much of an impact. When mm. you have the talents that they have, I don't think coaching will like really impact the game that much. But yeah, also we've seen I it with agree. him before, so I don't know. 
Yeah, that's the only thing is like he had Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, like Paul George, Kawhi, all these amazing players, and he's fumbled it a lot. I'm um, not as anti-Doc as most people are just because he's a really good regular season coach and his teams are generally really good in the regular season. Even this year with the Sixers, they're not supposed to be as good as they were. Yeah. I'm just definitely. a little scared of the playoffs, but I think if they have enough talent, they can overcome it, which they do at this point. Yeah, and I and he makes some poor decisions, uh, I think, substitution-wise. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that if you give him good enough players, you don't really need to worry about it. When, mm-hmm. like, I, I wish they would have traded Korkmaz because I just don't want to watch him play basketball anymore. But yeah, other than that, most of the guys on the team can, like, play basketball. Um, yeah. They have a role that they can fit into. Um, and even Korkmaz, when he's, like, playing well, but he just hasn't been good at all this season. So we'll, we'll definitely see. I mean, there's the the um, long-standing thing that Harden is a playoff choker. Um, Doc is a playoff choker. And, you know, most – I guess most – players are playoff jokers because you don't really win the title that often as a player um but we'll see how that goes i mean they're gonna be in the playoffs they're gonna be playing very good teams the east is stacked this year um i'm just excited for the rest of the season yeah i can't wait to this first game i can't wait for it i think it'll be saturday i don't think he'll play tomorrow Mm -hmm. i think i agree i think to like they i mean they haven't i don't think they've even announced it on the uh, like the Sixers Twitter account yet that yeah, the trade no, has been it. official because um, I think he's got to get there and do the physical probably so. yeah I mean obviously it's official like the, it it went through but um yeah nothing is pointing to him playing tomorrow um yeah but that first game is gonna be crazy I I'm really excited to see what number he wears um you, I'm do thinking you, eleven yeah um I think it'll be I think that would be a good pick. Yeah, it it is taken currently by Jaden Springer, but we saw Jaden Springer <laughs> changed his uh his Twitter handle to Jaden Springer zero. Um, but he can't even have zero now. Too. He can't he's even have zero too because that's Maxi. Yeah. Um, but he's also doesn't play for the Sixers at all, yeah, so it doesn't exactly. really matter. Um, and I'm although I would like for, to see him get some run. With the yeah, Sixers. I'm excited for Matt Cord announcing him. Mm-hmm. How he's gonna like the inflections of his voice because it's it's so cool for every single player. Yeah. Always different. I, I agree. Uh, it's just everything is like at an all-time high right now with the Sixers. Um, Embiid's playing at this MVP level. Maxi looks like a, a future star. Um, and the vibes are, you know, Ben is gone. The vibes are at an all-time high. And now you throw in James Harden finally getting what he wants and getting out of Brooklyn, playing with Embiid, Playing for Daryl Morey, all like, you know, Meek Mill, Michael Rubin, Lil Baby, all of them supporting him. <laughs> Uzi's it, gonna it's be just all it's all coming together. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna see a lot of Lil Baby and Meek Mill on the on the courtside seats. Yeah, which I don't care. Like, I don't <laughs> like I don't like Michael Rubin, but who gives a shit? He if he helped get James Harden on the Sixers, I will buy. Everything from fanatics. First time him just being friends with every single famous person ever actually helped the Sixers. Yeah. For some reason, Robert Kraft will be there on the side <laughs> on the court side too. Yeah. 
Um, and um, it's usually Kraft and like, who's always with Robert Kraft? It's it was someone... it was like Gucci Mane, Robert yeah, Gucci Kraft, Mane. and yeah, Meek exactly. Mill at that one yeah. Sixers Celtics game. But yeah, it, it it's just everything has come together. It the vibes are at an all time high. Everyone's happy in Philadelphia. The Embiid tweet was the funniest thing I've ever seen. One of, yeah, one of the best things I've ever seen. Um, I can't believe he actually tweeted that. Yeah, because no, I, I assumed that he would be kind of civil about the Ben stuff. And he hasn't come out and actually said anything. Um, but that like the tweet kind of gives me an idea that he's probably not going to be as civil as I thought he'd be. Yeah. Because uh, he, he kind of has gotten away from the troll Embiid uh, side of things. But I feel like he'll bring it back out for Ben. Yeah, I the, is he going to talk tomorrow after the game? He will, but I don't know the pregame or anything if he, he's going to talk tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait for whenever he's whenever he speaks after the game. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's yeah it's everything is so exciting. Harden's yeah. first game, his first points, his first game against the six uh, or the, against the Nets is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons' first game, like hate watching it, will be fun. Everything should be fine. With that being said, I think that's going to do it for this episode. I just want to thank Samuk for coming on and joining me to talk about the James Harden trade. This was supposed to be a Phillies episode, but with the trade, things kind of had to get moved around. Um, so hopefully Samuk will be back on to do a, a Phillies episode soon. For everyone listening, I just want to thank you again for tuning in. If you can, please leave a review on Spotify or Apple Music. And hopefully I will talk to you all soon.